Hey, Earl, uh, today's podcast is brought to us by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. That's Mr. Hepner to you, Mr. Oh, Scott Novel. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl Hepner. Uh, look, it's free audiobook. You know, I, I you seem like a man that likes to read. I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like listening to things. I have this little thing in my ear, and people tell me what to do. Oh, well, hey, you can make your own decisions, you know. You can count to three. You can count to ten. You can listen to books to however you uh, want to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I screw people. You screw people. People tell me to screw people, and I screw them. Well, <laughs> well, you get a free audio book, Earl. If you, the beauty is that you don't have to read anymore. Are you telling me there's a book out there that's going to tell me to screw things? What's a possible book that could ever tell me to screw things? A possible book that could ever tell you to Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sorry? Fifty Shades of Grey. What is that? See, you're a referee who believes in black and white. That's what you wear. That you just see everything in a black and white sort I of wear setting. these stripes because it's what I believe. Yeah, the, the, there's no shades of gray. Let me tell you, Earl, there's 50 shades of gray out there. Are you telling me we live in a multi-tiered world where there's no such things as black and white, but just an ever-changing shade between? No. E.L. James is telling you that. Oh. And I wouldn't even... I, I, I'm not going to read it to you. I'm not going to read you the book. You're not even going to read it yourself. You can get a free audiobook download of Fifty Shades of Grey, book one or book two. Doesn't matter where you start. What can I listen to it on? Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash network. You can have those, and there's over 100,000 titles to choose from, Earl. Think of how many shades of gray that is. That's more than 50. It is more that's than 50. A of, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. If you don't get it, you're screwing yourself. Then it's Earl screwed Earl. Story of my life. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And we have had a jam-packed week. It's the, no no slowing down. No, no slowing stopping. down. Yeah, no stopping. No uh, no you, carving it up. You've been no carving. I yeah, think we did carve. No, I feel like, if anything, we blocked it up. Like, carving, I feel like you really cut through a week. you like, um, I, I'm I cutting cu- through things. I cut through my week. You got blocked because you're sick. Yeah, okay. Carving through the week, then, I guess. Strange you're sick after filming Human Centipede 3. It's strange how that comes together. And my eyes are pink, and I feel like my <laughs> mouth is full of shit. Well, we'll get to that soon, I'm sure. Um... It's also been big because I went to E3 this week. Yeah, Scott did a tremendous job of going to E3. I did not, but Scott really It was there. Me. You could have gone. It was, a, it was a complicated situation. No, it wasn't. It was either me, not, not me go or you day. go. No, the first day it was like, all right, I'll go. And oh, yeah, the second day. Okay, so the second day we found out there was a pass for me to go. I woke up, and I could barely open my eyes and breathe right because my mouth is full of total gunk uh Flim and my eyes were swollen. You got to stop eating that Korean candy. No gunk cam. <laughs> yeah, that stuff's bad gunk for phlegm? you. Yeah, I yeah I was thinking about going, and then it was, as soon as the day started, I was like, I'm not going fucking anywhere. You were like Homer Simpson going to Duff Gardens. Yeah, I, I had that chance, but I then I felt more like I felt like I was like more you like, wake up dead because you're you're eating that candy. More like Master Shake on that episode where he gets that orange rash around his eyes. I still never watch that show. Uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? What do you mean? Uh, so I shouldn't watch it? I found it today on Facebook. Our, one of our friends, uh, Misty, is friends with C. Martin Croker, the guy who does uh, the uh, His name's C. Thomas Howell. Ah, right. C. Thomas yeah, Howell. Star of Soul Man. Soul White Man. White guy who takes tanning pills, takes too many, becomes black man. That's not what happens, is it? Yeah. Tanning pills? I Yeah. I thought he did it on purpose so he could have affirmative action to get into the college he wanted to go to. Yeah, but that's that's what happens. Is like he takes he takes pills that make him become black. It's an amazing movie that they probably didn't put on DVD. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Why don't they remake Soul Man? I don't know. Man, uh, Jamie Kennedy would tear that up. Yeah. And then would. block it. Yeah. Uh no, carve. That's what it was. Carve. carve. Oh, uh, carve so anyway, Scott went to E3 and uh, did. is that video online yet? 
Uh, well, geez. All right. Well, the other uh, thousands of people that have been watching these clearly have been seeing it. I went to E3. Thanks to Full Screen Arcade, uh, they brought a production crew and we shot some stuff on behalf of six what? Six hours late. Oh, six hours late. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The There was a bit of a kerfuffle. Not to Full Screen Ar- Arcade's fault, but there was just some, like, we couldn't get the crew there in time, which was very unfortunate because we were hoping to shoot for all seven hours, but we had a chance to shoot some stuff. And you can see on youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast, me at E3. There's two videos, one with me with Greg Miller from IGN. Uh, he's a big wrestling fan. There's even a link within the video where he interviewed Hulk Hogan and took a chop from him. Nice. Took three chops from him Jeez. because it ended up being a whole ordeal. That'll pop the old chest acne. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, and uh, so we talk about WW14, um, and that was really fun. And who knows? Maybe you'll be a future guest of the podcast. You should tweet him. Uh, Game over Greggy, G-R-E-G-G-Y. Let him know you want him to be on this podcast. Uh, but we had a good time doing that. And then there's another video where... I asked video game creators if Fandango is going to be in the latest game or not. And I Fandango with hot booth babes and everybody I talked to. And they were all good sports about it, not knowing who Fandango was and then Fandangoing with me. That's the best kind of sport, an ignorant sport. Yes. They just felt sorry for me. That no, I was come on. I was wearing my Fandango shirt from uh, Squared Circle Ring Wear. So that was cool. Very cool. Um uh, what was the lowdown? Did you get to play any games? What was something you're looking forward to? Saints Row the Fourth. That looks awesome. I watched the trailer for that the other night. I only played it for like 40 seconds. Was it a good 40 seconds? Because I, d- I just didn't need to play anymore. I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah. I have telekinesis? I'm sold. Very cool. Very cool. So that was neat. So yeah, go check out those... Uh Check out those videos where it's a one's at like fifteen hundred hits and the other one's at like five hundred. So it's, I it's watched going, uh, I watched them being edited, good. so I wasn't sure if they were online. So I've watched them several times. Yes, those are. We have other channels of which we do stuff, video game channels and stuff like that. There will be more videos soon of me acting like a total idiot on there. So uh, I'll, Scott, I'll post you're a fucking well. natural. Like I was watching a like, natural idiot. No, no, Scott hosting is fucking incredible because he just sort of like once he's on, he doesn't stop. So. Like he, like he's hosting right now. Like he's rolling his eyes now. He thinks he doesn't believe me. I don't. I'm not. I don't feel comfortable at this sort of thing. At, at the, hosting. At the hosting thing. No. Neither was Carson. Carson didn't feel comfortable with it at all. Daily. That guy's a natural. Come on now. No, he Johnny Carson did not feel. Johnny comfortable. Carson Daly. That's his name. Who's Johnny Carson Daly? Uh, Car- oh, you mean Carson Daly? Yeah. I meant Johnny Carson. Carson Daly can die in a small coffin <laughs> that's shallowly dug but he's gonna be in the new wwe film with dolph ziggler really shallow a shallow coffin zig a day gone tomorrow gross that's terrible <laughs> yeah i know but they bought it from me for three thousand dollars so what can i say yeah but, but <laughs> you can say it's a great idea it's a great idea no but you host you're a great host all right well speaking of great at things it's time we do our human centipede uh, check-in. We still don't have a name for uh, yeah, this Yeah, I yet. don't even know. I, will, I wouldn't know what to tell you about it. Uh, well, I'll, I have so many questions Ask all questions, the time. and then if I can answer them, I'll answer Well, them. yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're oh, going to slowly then, figure things human, out. Human centipede. Human centipede. Uh, Send update. <laughs> uh, well, I have one. I have tons. I have, I have way more than you could possibly imagine of how many questions I have. But we got an email immediately. As soon as this episode came out, we immediately had an email from Alex Klimkiewicz. Klimkiewicz. Alex Klimkiewicz. Oh, God, it's a fucking lawyer. Oh, God, I'm so (laughs) fucked. (laughs) He says, hey, jerks. Wow. Congrats on being in the human centipede three, Steve. That's insane. So it has to be asked. Say that you're the middle segment of a human centipede. What two wrestlers would you choose to have sewn onto either end of you? Do that on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so Alex wants to know on either end, what wrestlers would you have? I'll do it. If you do it, I'm not in, I I wouldn't even know how to get, you wouldn't know how to get in the character, get in the mind of the character. I I didn't make the cut of human centipede. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I would want to be, a uh, first, the first person in the segment. I think I'd want to be. Oh, does it, I we're, assume just, it's we're, we're assuming like a a, a train of three. Yeah, and, we're just going uh, and on obviously side of us. we're every, not going like yeah, ten size at the very front. Yeah, and then you got Viscera on the very end. No, I'm sure that it's also assuming male wrestlers because no one wants me to have a good time. That's so, right. Uh, Dolph Ziggler in front. 
because he seems like the kind of person who has no hair on anywhere on his body except his head. Uh, so you're going for cleanliness, or you're going for your you're no, going I'm for going manscaping. For, I'm going for streamlined. Uh, I want this to be a clean machine. I want this to be a clean machine centipede. Okay. So as it goes in, are you are you humming his theme song? Uh, and I assume he probably eats well because you got you got to eat well to have those abs, right? Oh, okay. I but the problem with that is you got to have. I like, don't eat well and I don't have abs, so have, that's probably a good to a have good theory. abs like that. You got to be feeding yourself protein like six or seven times a day, so that means he's eating like six or seven times a day. So that means tiny little shits all day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Just little nuggets. God, so that's like that's the hard part about little, that one. Little show off nuggets. Yeah. Do you go? Do you go cleanliness and then have and who, tons of meals? Throughout the day, meals being shits. Right. Uh, so then who do you, who are you attach on the other I end? I mean, or like that, or it's like you might go all the way and have Mark Henry in front and be like, just one massive meal and just really hope that my throat doesn't That's the explode. world's strongest human centipede yeah. if you're going that route. Uh, I don't got it. Uh, who do I dislike enough to be behind me? Um, D- but you're, you're going to have this person always following you around. They're always gonna be breathing up your self. Who's the guy? Who's the uh, 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 Vicky's uh, executive? Uh, Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox. Well, he will be nicely dressed. So yeah, that's something. I think He'll... Brad Maddox is the perfect. Uh, he's the perfect tail end of that human centipede. He's well, a good. He's a good uh, coattail. That's good that you also didn't go too heavy, you guys, on either end. Like you'd be able to keep up with those guys. Yeah, this way they're we not can dragging also, you around. This way we can also move around and like walk and go places and crawl yeah. around. So you yeah. got Dolph's agile enough, and maybe Brad is too, that you guys could actually stand and then fight. Yeah, yeah, like it's like a creepy dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go, Alex. Uh, Dolph on the front end and uh, Brad Maddox on the back end. Yeah, that that took a little bit more math than I thought it was going to be ne- necessary, but hey, it worked out. Yeah. Um, I, speaking of which, Brad Maddox, the more I see him, the more I get creeped out by him. Why? He's just creepy. What's creeping you out? His eyes, his when he says stuff. He and does also have, like, like, big eyelashes. Yeah, and also, like, it's, I think there's, what I really don't like is the hands in the pocket sort of, like, weird sort of smug, like, silent film star sort of, well, I guess, well, I don't know. Like, so many reactions from that guy. You hate his reactiveness. Yeah, when I watch it, it makes me, it's like he's always sort of like, well, this is what's happening. It's. I prefer that as opposed to Josh Matthews' robot face. I like Josh Roth, uh, Josh Rothews' uh, robot face. Because uh, then nothing's happening. In Payback, all he does is sort of pose the question, and then all the wrestlers sort of talk, and I love that Josh Matthews sort of slowly shrinks away from whatever they're talking about. That's the cameraman's doing. That's him going like, oh, robot face. God, just I'm cropping this crop out. Cropping out, cropping out. Well, this brings up something. Um, you bring up Brad Maddox because it's very hard to keep track of who's in charge right now at the WWE. That seems to be the whole thing's going on. You have Vicky and Brad making these decisions, and then you have Triple H stepping in saying he's in charge, and you got Stephanie coming in saying she's in charge, and, and then you got Vince last, coming in saying he's in charge. This is in the last week or so, right? Yeah, this has been it's been kind of brewing uh, with old Triple H saying he wants to wrestle, and then he can't, and uh, so people are stepping in and saying they have the authority. I thought we should get down to this. I have somebody else saying that they want to be on the podcast that's here now that's saying they're the authority figure. Well, bring them in. I'd like I'd like to see who's in charge. That's what I want. Scott, I want to know. I, I want to have someone who knows what they're talking about. Someone who's really got the chops for this. I got a telegram saying that they're uh, this person is in charge. <gasps> Stop. No more questions. Stop. I'm sorry. A telegram. Yeah, I got a telegram. I, well, look, I'll just go. I'll go bring them in. All right, please do. How are you? I'm Jack Tunney, president of the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, wow. WWF president Jack Tunney. Thank you for joining us. Here to clear up the entire matter as to who's in charge of the World Wrestling Federation is I, Jack Tunney. Uh, Yeah, uh, Mr. Tunney, please. uh, Who is in charge in the WWF? I I have stated at this point that it is I, Jack Tunney, president of the World Wrestling Federation, in charge of everything that's happening. I assure you there will be no further confusion or any sort of incidents that will occur, I will let you know that after the match that uh, recently happened, Cowboy Bob Orton will be fined and suspended for causing injury to another wrestler, giving them a stinger. So Cowboy Bob Orton will be fined. 
and suspended for his actions in the word. Uh, Mr. Tunney, I think you're talking about the match with Daniel Bryan and uh, and Randy Orton. Cowboy Bob Orton. Uh, Randy Orton. Cowboy Bob Orton. Uh, Randy Orton. Cowboy Bob Orton will be fined and suspended for his actions, and there will be no more mischievous deeds done so to harm our professional wrestlers from hurting one another in the future. Uh, you know what, uh, uh, Mr. Tunney, before I get into uh, trying to correct you anymore, I feel like professional wrestling is so chaotic in matches and sort of with their day-to-day that you never really know what's going to happen. Don't you feel like every everything seems to be so reactive for, for you as the president of WWF that you're always sort of cleaning up messes as opposed to preventing it? I mean, I think the point of people watching is that it's chaotic, but you seem to be always sort of, you know, doing what you're doing, giving a little press release about a fine opposed to just sort of preventing it from happening in the first place. Do you have any comment on that? Another mess that has been cleaned up as of late. Uh, uh, big congratulations to Dusty Rhodes, who has lost a lot of weight. Uh, he is now sporting a mustache, which is very in. I believe that's Cody Rhodes. I think you're thinking of Dusty Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. Congratulations for losing all of that weight and getting in shape for yourself and looking uh, he, out. He didn't change his name. That's Cody Rhodes, his son. Dusty Rhodes is very in shape now, and we look forward to bright things from him from the future. Uh, well, he's a Cody Rhodes is a great wrestler. You know what, uh, uh, Mr. Tunney? I feel like you're, you're, all the wrestlers you're talking about are from a different era. And you're not. Do you know who Cody Rhodes is? Tito Santana will be fined for kicking a wrestler in the head repeatedly and giving them a concussion. Mexican wrestlers should be not so dastardly in their actions and trying to hurt wrestlers, but not kicking them in the head repeatedly over and over again. Tito Santana will be fined for his actions. You're talking about Alberto Del Rio. I- Tito Santana has gone too far. He's gone over the line, and I assure you, Hulk Hogan will not stand for this. Uh, M- Mr. Tunney, I feel like you're, you're, you're taking all of these wrestlers from our day, and you're just pointing out how similar they are to wrestlers from the past. Is this, is this what you're trying to make a point here? Hulk Hogan is on the path to become the world champion again, and all will be right in the world, kids. Everything will be okay. I don't even know who that is because Hulk Hogan, is, is, I would assume, is Cena, right? Do you know who John Cena is? Mr. Perfect, congratulations to Mr. Perfect for winning the Intercontinental Championship uh, recently at our exclusive closed-circuit event that uh, showed across the entire world on Father's Day. Congratulations to Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning for winning the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, and Curtis Axel, okay. Uh, Who's Paul? Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning. Uh, Curtis Axel. Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning. Uh, What's Paul Orndorff up to? Paul Orndorff is currently suspended for traveling into the future and trying to become a wrestler. Oh, okay. Thank you, Mr. Tunney. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you for joining us. Well, that seemed to clear everything up. Yeah, I feel like no matter how much things change, Scott, the more they stay the same. I have trouble understanding that. Yeah, I I only said it because it was in uh, Escape from L.A. I know, but the actual phrase, like, it always baffles me that, you know, hey, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It's like, no, they change. No, they ch- Yeah, they change. The more things stay the same, like the more they uh, stay the same. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have trouble. Wrapping the my more head the that. same things are, the more they're the same they are. Well, guess what? Because things are changing and they're staying the same because the main event mafia is returning. Who's in the main event mafia? Kurt Angle. Who was in it? Yeah. Okay, it was uh, Sting, Kurt Angle, Booker T, Scott Steiner. Um, let me see. Is that it? Is that everybody? I want to see uh, Virgil. Five. I think Virgil was in there. <laughs> Juventud Guerrera. He uh, was in there. Uh, Steve, uh, they were Guerrero. all former world champions. Oh, so no Hoovy? No Hoovy. Um, let me see here. Let me see. I'm finding pictures of four. Yeah, it was just these uh, these four gentlemen. No, five. Oh, Sting, Scott Sander, Booker that great T. Sai song. Book- ba, 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 gentleman. <laughs> Booker T, Kevin Nash, and Kurt Angle. Okay, so it's five <laughs> five guys. No Jarrett. <laughs> so sad. Jarrett can't even get in that. Um, Sting says they're they're coming back because he was left all alone at a uh, what's it Slammiversary. He was left to fight alone, so now he's bringing back the main event mafia. Oh, time time to clean up uh, old aces and eights, huh? I guess so. Um, is Jeff Jarrett still exiled in Mexico? I I assume he is. Yeah. I, I you know I don't I don't talk to Jeff. I it'd be. 
he'd be a good coup for those guys. Yeah, I, I don't know like who else to get. Maybe maybe gets another loner. Maybe gets AJ Styles. So he was a loner for you know two months, and then now he's joined a group. Yeah, the main event mafia. Yeah. I don't know. who. Do you have any uh, speculation on who could be in the main event mafia, Steve? Jeez. Uh, um, who would you like to see in it? Who's that tall guy we don't like? Um, Matt Morgan. Morgan? Yeah, not him. <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van, Rob Van Dam, right around July 14th. I'd like to see him in the main event mafia. I don't know if you're gonna. You don't think so? I don't know if you're gonna. He's God, he's been in the title picture. I feel like he could be in the main event. I don't know if you're gonna. You think so? Don't you think? Is that fucked up that if they're advertising Rob Van Dam to come back at, at Money in the Bank, doesn't he have to win it? Uh, It could be him showing up in his jorts and his black t-shirt and just waving to the crowd. Just hanging out? Yeah. What's up, everybody? Yeah, I'm selling no, pay-per-views. No shit. I mean, like... Jump off of something. Do something stupid. No, no. Just here to sell the pay-per-view. Hi, guys. Fuck you, Rob. Yeah. Whoa. see dub <laughs> I think that, like, uh, it's obvious there to sell pay-per-views, but I don't think they need that. If you have Punk and Lesnar at Money in the Bank or... Fuck that. Put that at SummerSlam. I want to go to that. Yeah? What do you mean? No, I'd like to go to that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want that at Money in the Bank. I, hey, I don't know where Money in the Bank is. I don't want it there for you. <laughs> I want it here for me. I got you. I'd love to see Yeah, that'd be great to see it. Although I still don't buy it. I don't see how Punk is supposed to do anything that hurts Lesnar. Uh, no, I, I'm in the same boat. It's like, wow, Lesnar and Punk, awesome. Huh? <laughs> Ooh, leg kick. Ooh, leg kick. Oh, and he killed him. Yeah, I think it's the scene in the movie where the like the good guy uses a crowbar to, to fight like a super strong guy do you know what i mean There's yeah like, maybe if punk is allowed to have a taser or a kendo stick or something i don't know with Leave a taser a, on the end yeah kendo stick with a bunch of yeah like a dead rising weapon yeah, yeah a kendo stick with taser yeah then then he's got a shot boxing gloves with hunting knives i i i'm excited because on paper it sounds awesome and seeing them like stand toe to toe like thank god they're at least the same height but they are not the same build no they're not the same species yeah like it that's clear it's like Mega Man versus street fighter it just doesn't fit yeah except it's not the ver it's not the, no it's the, the it's, game it's, that they it's made it's nintendo Mega Man versus it's, super nintendo street fighter yes um another thing that i i watched on Monday, I had to stop watching the show on Monday in order to watch Raw. I watched the entire day while doing work stuff. I wasn't just laying there like a complete slob. Eric Young has a fishing show, which I didn't know about. Did you know oh, this? I've, we've heard of, I've heard about this. Okay. He has a fishing show. It's in its second season now. It just debuted. Um, it's called Off the Hook Extreme Catches. Mm -hmm. It's fucking hysterical. Really? It's so funny and it's so good. I, you know, who has interest in watching a fishing show? Really? Not me. If you're listening to this, chances are you're not listening to podcasts. So I don't think I'm really uh, knocking anybody. Oh, unless that. all of our fans are watching fishing shows right now with the volume down. Listening <laughs> to us. Yeah. No, we have no fans in England. They're all in Mississippi in a boat. Now, come on. Keep talking on by broccoli. Yeah, keep on, keep talking, and I'll and I'll watch this. Actually, a you fishing show with you good music have, might work. You have a soothing voices that bring in the fish. The fish. What is this? It's fish. <laughs> uh, it's it's so funny. He's hilarious on the show. He's such a good. He, Eric Young, is a good host. Come on, that guy is a great host. He is solid. He, it's got great segments that you know. Um, He's he's got the main thing to do. He's got his main fishing expedition. That's always something crazy, like um, uh, fishing in the ocean off of a jet ski, uh, fishing for sharks, um, doing the thing. I forget what it's called, but like putting your arm in the water to let a catfish, a gigantic catfish that are like fifty pounds, clamp on your arm and then pulling him out of the water. Oh wow! Catching him that way, crazy shit. Like he does all these crazy. So it's kind of like uh, Jackass or Wild Boys, but with Eric Young. A little bit of that, but it's like these are actual methods of fishing that people do that are unusual and dangerous. Um, so it's not just I'm going to be stupid for the sake of being stupid. He's taking. I'm going to be these stupid challenges. for a purpose. Yeah, for TV, and he's hilarious while doing it. I oh, I watched so many episodes a day, and it was so hard to tear away for Raw. What did you watch it on? It's on Animal Planet. Oh, cool. It's, I, I'm telling you, and I, I 
put it out there to other listeners, and then everybody kind of gave me shit about it. Like, oh, you want to watch him in a Speedo? It's like, yeah, he's willing to look the fool and show up in a Speedo every so often, but it's hilarious. Guys, and you're watching wrestling. Yeah, you watch him in a Speedo every time he wrestles. <laughs> yeah. I, I highly recommend it. I've never seen Shawn Michaels' hunting show because it's never on a channel I get. Everybody gets Animal Planet. Yeah. you got to check out the show. It is super funny. That's awesome. That sounds great. I'll check that out. Um, it is time for jerk tweets. Wait, hold on. Speaking of which, also, it is not time for jerk tweets. Uh, hold on, uh, everybody. It's not time. I just think it's funny that people say it's it's weird to watch. It's weird to watch a person in a speedo. It's if you watch professional wrestling, isn't that it? like he's in a speedo maybe every third episode as a gag? I think if you watch professional wrestling, it's like you can wear a speedo. That's what I think. If you're gonna watch it and you don't care, then you can wear a speedo. That's how. That's what the justification. You is. mean like in life? Yeah, like if you want to go swimming and wear a speedo, wear a fucking speedo. That's all I'm saying. If you watch. <laughs> professional wrestling you fucking earned it and also if you're gonna talk shit to somebody and challenge them for a giant metal belt don't wear pants just wear <laughs> giant knee-high boots wear your underpants and then wear a jacket literally wear a fucking jacket or a t-shirt these are these are good points there's nothing more disarming than being threatened by a man who's not wearing pants i that, i can't handle it yeah every time i've gotten robbed uh guy with no pants yeah no pants it is time for Jerk Tweets. Finally. Is it time for Jerk Tweets? It's time for Jerk Tweets. Okay. Everybody go to Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. Uh, this week, uh, always an influx uh, these past few weeks that we've been getting Jerk Tweets. So I have them. I have them stocked up. You may be thinking like, oh, are you ever going to get to me? You seem to be ignoring me. I got you. Uh, two nudes, one podcast, uh, Chris Bickley five. Like I'm, I'm piling you up. You know, we get to a couple per show. So, you know, I'm getting to you guys. I'm getting to you guys. I didn't forget. I got it. And we also have our very special nothing but jerk tweets episode coming soon. Are we going to do that? Yeah. The nothing but jerk tweets episode. All right. You, yeah. So if uh, I'm keep sorry. Sending them we we'll... probably should have discussed this before. I just totally made up that concept right no, now. No, no, you've brought it up before. I just never knew if we're, if we were going to do that. I think it's a great idea for a banked episode. All right. I'm drinking urine, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the human centipede really changed me, Scott. Uh, the, the healing properties of urine are really, you know, I should quite, I should say, uh, quite smelly. Wrestling underscore memes. Wrestling memes. They're good friends of the podcast. Check them out on Facebook.com slash wrestling memes. Uh, they have the best wrestling memes there are, bar none. Everybody else's wrestling memes are Mike Adamly. Make-A-Wish Charlie sounds a lot like Evan Bourne. Does this mean they are the one and the same? This is what Wrestling Memes wants to know. They they think that Make-A-Wish Charlie and Evan Bourne could be the same person, could be the same entity. Wow. that's Just because they have a similar voices. It's, I think it's a very interesting notion, but I think it's impossible. Like They can't be the same person. I know we don't videotape our show. I know we don't put it out there for everybody to see. Uh, but, but I think you would notice that the voice... And the body that goes with Make a Wish Charlie, Make a Wish Charlie, is so much different than the Evan Bourne because Evan Bourne is very athletic, and he's unemployed, and he's no longer with WWE, and really they've they've just gone is their separate not? ways. Is he gone? You think he's under contract? I think he's just there and hurt, like chronically. <laughs> you don't think it was his bad attitude and his sort of just general prickliness that sort of. It could be. I mean, he is a bit of a hot shot. Yeah. But I don't know if he still works or not. He could be Sin Cara for all I know. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> would it? Yeah, a third Sin Cara. Oh, that's right. There was another one. Mm -hmm. I was on the ship then, and I missed out on all this. I was trying to figure out what was going on. That That is knocking you on your ass, this lemonade. It's really good. <laughs> and my voice is back. Can you hear it? I can. Um, Well, do you want to ask Make-A-Wish Charlie? Oh, no. Is... God, you are so rage-filled towards that poor, poor disabled boy. Look, he Make-A-Wish Charlie somehow just rubs me the wrong way. He he wants to be a wrestler. He well, wants would to you be... prefer to talk to Evan Bourne? Does Evan Bourne rub you the wrong way? Yeah, I don't want to talk to Evan either. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, Evan's not on the show anymore, but I'll talk to Make-A-Wish Charlie. Yeah, because Make-A-Wish Charlie's here, and even if you dislike him, you know— you still got to be civil to him now because you like work with him. He's like a hanger on. He doesn't know anything about wrestling. He just he thinks he's a body. Like is everything I don't like about wrestlers when they do it for the wrong reasons. But all right, I'll talk to Make a Wish Charlie. Hey guys, the champ uh, is here. Hey, Make a Wish Charlie, what are you a champ of, huh? Ah, uh, you could say the champ of the gorilla position. Cause oh. I'm a gorilla. If a gorilla was born without bones, <laughs> Charlie. 
Look, I, I feel very bad about your condition. For maybe new listeners out there that don't know, you are uh, suffering from a debilitating illness. That's right, and you want to be a wrestler. Yeah. And you are currently in a wheelbarrow. Yes. You you don't have the funds to be in a wheelchair. Uh, John Cena didn't bring you out on Raw that one time when he brought out a bunch of Make-A-Wish kids. You didn't make the cut. Uh, Sometimes kids are born without eyes and they get to sing at WrestleMania. <laughs> yep, sometimes they do. Um, uh, can I ask you a question, Scott? Do you want to ask me a question? Yeah. Normally I ask you questions and you don't get them right at all. Oh, man. But no. Was that I'm, a question? I, I'm, no, 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 no. It was, I, was, I was relaying the information to the audience. Oh, okay. What do you have against Seven Born? What do I have against Seven Born? Yeah. Uh, look. Because he's the biggest, strongest wrestler there is. He's not the biggest, strongest wrestler yeah, there is. he's the biggest, strongest wrestler. What about the great Kali? Oh, man. He's such a sweet little leprechaun. What do you... No, that's Hornswoggle. What? Describe Great Kali to me. I'm like a regular Jack Tripper over here, president of the WWF. You just referenced the guy from Three's Company. What? You wouldn't even understand the show. What's Three's Company? Don't worry about Three's Company. It won't make any sense to you because you're never going to get laid. Look, make a wish, Charlie. Who is the Great Kali? Describe the Great Kali. My penis is like a piece of bacon inside of a rubber glove finger. <laughs> Nobody asked. Nobody wanted to know that Make-A-Wish Charlie. No one wanted to know about a Make-A-Wish kid's penis. No one asked. I'm sure somebody wanted to know out there in a dark room. No, no. Look, okay. Please explain who the Great Kali is. Describe the Great Kali for me. The Great Kali was an ancient warlord who conquered half of Asia. This gang is Khan. What? No, I'm talking about the wrestler Great Kali. Do you even know who that is? Is that the guy who sounds like he's got marbles in his mouth? Yes. Cowboy Bob Orton. God damn it. You're so fucking dumb. I don't get Scott, it. Scott, take it easy. Why does he think he gets to be in the wrestling business? He doesn't yeah, even know who the Great Kali is. When you yell at him, his little body jiggles. You're right in his face right now. Well, good. Maybe he'll fucking Hulk up then and learn what's what. Hulk Hogan. Do you know who that is? American gold medalist. What a fucking idiot this kid is. I, I can't believe it. This I'm, kid pisses all right, me okay, off. Okay, Scott, take it easy. Get out of here, make I'm, wish, I'm wheeling him out of here. Okay? Good. Get gone. Jeez, we're still going to get our tax rebate because we had a Make-A-Wish kid in here, okay? But just Good. don't fuck that up for us. Oh Well, he's fucking it up. He's just fucking it up, but you're getting mad at him. I am getting mad at him. He thinks he deserves a spot in wrestling. He's an idiot. He's just a body. God. Jeez, I, I don't even know what that means. Jacko15021. Wait, but did that answer the question? <laughs> of course it did. It yeah, was okay. clear as day. Evan Bourne isn't going to be on the show anymore. Get over <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank you, Wrestling Memes. We love you guys. Jacko15021976 says, Who has the better beard, Eric Young or Daniel Bryan? This is tough. I bet they'd be friends. The beards, but not the guys. Not the guys. The beards are really close friends. And, and uh, Eric Young and Daniel Bryan, they don't dislike each other. They're just sort of like, hey, they just don't. They, hey, how are you? Good. All right. And then their beards It's like, like two dads at a park with their kids. Yeah. It's like they don't get along, but it's like the kids do. It's like, hey. And their beards are like, yeah, we're playing guns. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, we're we too. Got you. Oh, you did. Yeah, oh, you got me. Yeah. Dad, dad, look at me. Dad, dad. Oh, dad, can I sleep at uh, Eric Young's beard's house? <gasps> yeah, I guess. I'm just make sure you guys don't shave or nothing crazy. No, I won't <laughs> let him shave. Her. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, my dad has a razor. You want to go play with it? Yeah. God, that's that got dark fast. No, I didn't. No? That's what beards do. They want to play with razors. Yeah, okay. They want to trim. Just like hands and heads want to play with guns. <laughs> exactly. Um, for my personal preference, I got to go with Eric Young's beard because it's it's maintained in a way where it can just function. Like, I've seen the guy jump in the ocean and get, you know, it's going through hazards now, but it stays... You like a intact. you like a consistent looking beard, like one that like the Agamemnon, or you like one that looks like a beehive, or yeah, because I I can identify with Daniel Bryan because if I go gnarly on my beard, it gets gnarly like that, mm. like it goes out of control. So, but 
you know, I would want the Eric Young type beard. So I, I go with Eric Young's beard as being my personal favorite. It's probably because he's got to use an Afro pick on it. There you go. Uh, I think I like the Eric Young also. Yeah, yeah, because it it looks consist it looks uh, consistent all over. Daniel Bryan looks like sometimes it doesn't even look like he has a mustache. <laughs> well, because it's so light. Yeah. Okay. I get you. Um, uh, but Daniel Bryan's great. Smelly Cumstain, new Twitterer. Although I think the name I recognize, like the actual person's name, but the Twitter handle has changed. And if it's for, I don't know. The purpose of hearing you say that, Scott? Yeah, maybe that's why. I'm not really sure. But if it's another follower by the name of Smelly Cumstain, okay. All right. So good luck tweeting superstars and having them retweet you. <laughs> good point. Good yeah, point. our podcast will say your name, no problem. But, you know, Caitlin from WWE, probably not going to, you know, interact with Smelly Cumstain because it might affect her job. But Smelly Cumstain says... <laughs> After seeing the Punk Lesnar feud begin, do you think Axel should be involved in the storyline or left out? Oh, because they're all Paul Heyman guys. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, leave him out. Yeah, I say leave him out too. Don't. He's fine doing his thing. Let, let him, him do his yeah, thing. Yeah, let him do his own thing. He's got the Intercontinental Belt. I think. You know, Smelly comes saying, I think you bring up a really interesting point <laughs> that you want all everything that's related uh, to be sort of together. But Smelly comes saying, I think what you really need to think about is. Is too much of a good thing wonderful, or is it just too much of a good thing? And I think Curtis Axel could just have a really interesting pro- – you know, Smelly Cumstain, uh, <laughs> I think that Curtis Axel with the Intercontinental Belt is enough of a program in itself. And I think, Smelly Cumstain, you will agree that Lesnar Punk will be quite an interesting program. So uh, thank you very much for the question, Smelly Cumstain. <laughs> yes, I, I, I think that uh, – who, uh, who are you addressing? I, I am a, I'm addressing Smelly Cumstain. Uh, that it would make it would make Curtis Axel seem smaller in that he already is like amongst those two guys. So there's no point in pointing it out. It I don't mean only, smaller in like only, size. It would only be it would only diminish him as a character. Yeah, in stature, it's like sure, do an acknowledgement, maybe something like that in a backstage thing where he's talking to Paul about it, but. He doesn't need to be thrown in the mix. This is so gigantic and epic as it is. The third wheel in all of it is Paul Heyman. Yeah. And it's not even a third wheel. He's like a he's almost like the narrator. He's going to be really pushing the pace of it, I feel like. Yes. So and I'm excited about it. like the the image is going to be Lesnar and Punk, like that's the graphic and Heyman's either going to be in that also. He's going to be a Lesnar side or you he's in the middle like a little bit higher than both of them, you know what I mean? I don't know who people are going to cheer for. It's very strange because they're you've got fan favorites versus you've got like Lesnar's almost like the cult favorite where it's sort of you you're excited to see him but he only comes out every couple months. Yeah. And then you've got Punk, it's like, "Yeah, best in the world. We get to see him every week." If you're there, SummerSlam, and this is going on, who are you cheering for? I cheer for both because it's going to be crazy. One <laughs> asshole. One yeah. asshole cheering for both. Hey, you got to pick one or the other. Who are you cheering for? She's Lesnar, I guess. I think I would, too. Yeah, it's like Punk. I mean, he will be the underdog, Punk. Yeah, I'd love to see Punk win, but it's like, I don't. How? <laughs> yeah, I like, how is it supposed to be believable? That's really. Bang! Like, <laughs> He's still going. He shot him. Rare, like, rarely do I feel like I'm in a situation where, like, Lesnar is always sort of that person who seems to make it like, how am I supposed to believe this physically? It's fucking Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And every other time I, I have the suspension of disbelief, Cena. Triple H, Undertaker, they all sort of seem to have it. Like It's, it's the credentials, to- too. That's the problem. Like I've seen Punk go against Kane and and believe it because he's done it so well and figuring out what makes it believable. It's the credentials of Brock Lesnar that makes it so hard to believe because the, all the, the wrestling credentials, the NCAA stuff, and then being a heavyweight champion in mixed martial arts, that stuff where it's like, all right. He's exceptionally good and skilled at fighting mm-hmm. and like real fighting. How the fuck is a guy who's a wrestler supposed to be? You know what? Be? I think maybe a submission match. Like, I think that might be sort of like Just somewhat pulling inter- back his ring finger and breaking it like, yeah, no, no, no. Ow, I, ow, I quit. Someone in this, like that some way, some way might be in the right direction. I think uh, unless it was remember Lesnar and Cena. Uh, was that no way out? Extreme rules. It's extreme rules. 
it was just Lesnar tossing Cena around like a rag doll for 25 minutes. So getting super cocky. Yeah. And then yeah, letting and then his get, guard down. Yeah, I feel like that's like that's I think what that's I, forever the way Lesnar has to wrestle now. It's yeah. just like yeah, I got him. Yep, then, I'm gonna done. turn my back and say hi to the crowd. <laughs> I'm pointing out my brain. I'm so smart. Yeah. So smart. Look at me. I think that's like, and I wouldn't. It'd be cool to see a turnaround match like that. Lesnar just beating CM Punk, and he's just sort of CM Punk being having to sort of go the distance. But after an F5 or two F5s, like I seeing CM Punk uh, uh, kick out, it's going to be sort of it's going to be disappointing. So there you go, Smelly Cumstain. Hope you enjoyed that. What blew me away? Don't. <laughs> what blew me away? Watching on Monday, and you watched it right before we recorded, was Mark Henry on Raw. Oh, awesome. Brilliant. I I can't even get... It's more It's more exciting than you being in Human Centipede 3. Yeah. It's a variation on the idea I had for Christian, which bums me out because they just fucking hot shot of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, big surprise tonight. Hey, it's Christian. That's it. Well, you won his match. Sure, but like there was no, there's no substance to Christian that they gave it all. Like there's, there's nothing. And then Triple H acknowledges later, like, "Hey, uh, so you brought back Christian? Um, wasn't he cleared that, for yeah. months? Yeah, yeah. Like they, I thought, I thought they were like, like pointing, for fuck's sake, give the guy something. They even cropped out Christian doing the belt motion. Did you see that? Yes. They like they literally cropped out him doing the yeah. I'm gonna get myself a belt because they were like, no, God, he's not. Don't even put that in the, anybody's minds, please. Yeah. So that that bums me out because I mean, the wrapping my head around Mark Henry at the at the beginning of that segment with the crowd chanting one more match and have having seen Mark Henry for years not since the beginning I wasn't quite watching then but for years when no one would ever chant one more match from Mark Henry and now like, in the last 2 years having him be like whoa and not even two like be like in the last year right uh ish yeah. like there's some moments in the past couple of years where it's watching him annihilate people is cool but you know, full blown matches. Occasionally, those are pretty good, but I, I, it's still hard to wrap my head around. He's not Shawn Michaels. He's not Ric Flair. Where it's like one more match for the love of God. There's so many guys for you left to fight. Yeah, I don't know who the cra- if it's you're then polling the crowd. Like, all right, who do you want it to be against? Oh, NXT guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kick Darren Young's ass. Mark Henry's like the final boss of NXT before you move on to. Uh, He's the gatekeeper versus Raw or WWE 2K. It, the the fact that he pulled off such genuine emotion, it wasn't a, you know, such a scripted promo. All there was all the ad libbings mm-hmm. and uh, just so natural, and it was I bought it hook line and sinker. Me totally too. bought it. So so good. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you haven't seen it, you have to watch this. You have to go watch Raw right now. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh God. Pardon me. Excuse me. Uh, hey, uh, that, get make a make a wish, Charlie. Get the fuck out of the way. Mark Henry is here. Get out of the way. So excuse me, little man. Uh, look, uh, look, Mark Henry. I I didn't know you'd be back on the show. So Edge, get out of the way. I'm sorry. Let me move. Oh, geez, guys. Oh, sorry. guys, make way. Jack Swagger. Uh, Jack Jack Swagger. Get make way. Mark Henry's here. Uh, Mark Henry. I don't want any trouble. I got something to say to you, Scott Nava. Okay, uh, the the floor is yours. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, man. I just feel like Monday Night on Raw, I feel like I really, really took advantage of your your faith in wrestling and how you were, you must have really felt like I was leaving. I feel like I really did you a disservice. Are you, are you being... Are you being serious right now, Mark Henry? Yeah, it's gotten over. I'm sorry, man. I didn't. It was a heartfelt performance, but I just didn't know it was going to affect you like that, man. I don't want you to feel like I lied to you, but I lied to you, and I'm sorry. Well, I know it was. I mean, I know you had a purpose behind it. I know you want to be WWE champion. Yeah, man, that's the end game. That's just storyline. I just. Hearing you talk right now, I just didn't. I want to. Look, I. Man, I'm, I just. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm. Uh, 
apology accepted. I'm I'm just really scared right now because you're wearing the same clothes as you were on Monday. You're wearing that that salmon jacket and that in your shirt that you decided to tear. I don't know why you decided to tear. It was it looked like a nice shirt. Yeah, it was a real nice shirt. Uh, I gotta apologize to that tailor who sewed this up for me. Man, I just feel like I did a lot of damage. I might have furthered some storylines, but I just, I really feel like I did you a disservice. And I just wanted to say, Scott, bottom of my heart, I hope you can relax and calmly take this apology. Well, everybody's on pins and needles right now. I mean, it's Jack Swagger, Curtin Jerks GM, Edge, Make-A-Wish Charlie, I'm on Edge. Steve ran out of the room. He's... He's terrified. Like, hey, just take it easy, all right, Scott. I, it's all right, man. I, I, I good uh, look. I, I want there to be peace. I, I don't want you to have the hate in your heart. I don't. I, I don't want you to hurt anybody here. Hey, I don't want to hurt anybody. Okay. So just. Well, thank please. thanks for thanks so much for apologizing. It means a lot. Like, I get it. It's part of it's part of what you do, and yeah, you know, it's just a character, man. Well, good. I'm doing it almost two decades. Hey, Mark Henry, we're excited that you're gonna have at least one more match. You know. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Hey, put it here. Okay. I'm just, I'm just gonna... That's what I do! Ah! Strongest Slam! Strongest Slam! Oh, man. Mark Henry just made a beeline out of this... Oh, my God, Scott! You've been bent in two! Uh, uh, why didn't he go after Make-A-Wish Charlie? I don't know. Scott, are you here? Uh, I was right do you have next a stinger? to him, and he could've... I, I, no, don't touch me. I'm fine. Do you have a stinger? I'm good. Do you want to continue? Penguins. Do you want to continue the let's, show? Let's penguin this up. All right. All right. Uh, uh, oh, God. Uh, Man, you, you took that world's strongest slam like a, the world's strongest. Why is there tubing coming out of my ears? Uh, let's just poke that back in there. Why is there tubing coming out of my ears? Are these my intestines? Oh, gross. <laughs> Stuff those back in. Oh, I'm good. It's a look. No, oh, jeez, you look like a cartoon character. Hold on, let me take some new. Oh prim. man, when you when you wave your head like that, they move around like a droopy dog. Hold on, let me let me just take some new print and drink some uh, crystal clear Pepsi. What? <sighs> all right, I'm I'm clear of mind. I think I'm good. All right. Um, all right. Uh, I'm gonna be able to do this. It's, it's not gonna be a problem. Last week we had Sam Alba uh, send us his embarrassing. Uh, story with a wrestler and we have another one uh we have another sam story but we got another one sent to us from zach shoemaker which i was going to read instead to give a little buffer between sam stories all right and i've shared mine before so zach has sent uh his and we're, that's how we're going to close out the show this week and i i read it before and it's it's pretty pretty good um so here is zach shoemaker's story who are you going to read it as myself yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, I got to meet Daniel Bryan at an indie show about a month after he had been released from WWE following the Justin Roberts tie incident. I was pumped to meet him, and my Twitter avatar is proof, just in case Steve wants to be a dick and question my integrity. I bought a T-shirt for him to sign. As I was waiting in line, I was racking my brain about what to say. I thought back to a match I had seen recently between him and Nigel McGuinness. In the match, Brian kept McGuinness in a headlock for the majority of the first 15 minutes or so. I thought that was brilliant. Then I thought, that's what I'll say. He has to remember that. So, I finally got to the front of the line, got my shirt signed, got a picture taken, and shook his hand. Now keep in mind, that's uh, that he is the first first celebrity i've met except for michael malley who i ran into when i was at uh, <laughs> when i was six at king's island whoa is that the dude with the hat the, the guy that never takes the hat off i thought michael malley was the guy from mike and molly is it when he was six michael malley no oh god i don't know i'm gonna look him up because i had to read this in the car on the way up so i'm, I'm googling michael malley right now to just figure out who who Michael Malley is. Why did that? Who's Michael Malley? He is the guy. He is the guy that does all the shit and just never takes a hat off because he's bald. No, oh, the comedian. Yeah, Michael Malley. Okay, so <laughs> Michael Malley. Uh, if you want to Google him, everybody, so we know who Michael Malley is that Zach, uh, Zach Shoemaker met. So that was, he ran into Mike, Michael Malley when he was six at Kings Island. Okay. 
Danny Bryan. He said my shirt was awesome. Now that I've had my very first chance to name drop, back to the story. Oh, no, sorry. Shit, that was Michael Malley stuff. I'm, I'm all backwards. So he saw Michael Malley. Michael Malley said his shirt was awesome. I don't know what shirt it was. He was six. So there you go. And then so now back to the, the Daniel Bryan story. As I was just about to walk away, I said to him, that match you had with Nigel McGuinness with the 15-minute headlock was awesome. He gave me an awkward smile, said thanks, and moved on to the next fan. He obviously didn't remember the match, and I walked away mentally kicking myself. P.S. Fuck you, Steve Sears. P.P.S. Just kidding, Steve. Well, that seemed unnecessary, but I appreciate the uh, the apology. And there's an addendum. Uh, Zach Shoemaker says, I also saw Greg the Hammer Valentine and Virgil once at an auto show. And it was sad. <laughs> that seems accurate. <laughs> that seems very accurate. So thank you. I love these stories. I think they're great. I love these embarrassing uh, meeting a wrestler stories. I like that Mike O'Malley story a lot. I fucked that hey, one up. Hey, kid, I like your shirt. I think also when you're six, you're going to have great fucking shirts. Think back to when you were six. Fucking dinosaurs, transformers. Yeah. Shirts. Those are most of my shirts now. I just don't wear them on the way up here. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, please email us your, your embarrassing wrestling encounters, uh, curtainjerks at gmail.com. We love to share them on the show. There's so much fun to read, and I have more, which I will share down the line. And we have Sam Alba's uh, second story to tell as well. And that pretty much wraps up the show. We had a jam-packed show. It was another fun, fun podcast. We really carved through it. Oh, man. At, to- at one point there, I got blocked up from Mark Henry. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, um, a little blocked up. So go to uh, youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast. Check out those videos from E3, me fandangling with hot ladies, and also Greg Miller from IGN. Tweet him. Tweet the guy. Let him to know. Uh, let him to know. Let that, him to know that, that we we're professional yeah. talk speakers on a uh, radio tunes. Yeah. Straight into your Wi Fi ear pads. Uh, game over Greggy. G A M E O V E R G R E G G Y. I spelled it while looking up in yeah, my Yeah, that's how you learn. Um, so tweet him, let him know you want to hear him on our podcast. And, um, we hopefully soon there'll be some more videos too from E3 and I just got some comic con passes. So you, maybe I'll get a chance to make some more there where chances are Virgil will be there. Let's see if he charges me $60 to well, talk to him. He's got to make that money back for that table he bought. <laughs> he sure does. Um, and we're going to have more questions for Steve about human centipede in the future. So if you have questions about those, you can send those to us too on Twitter and, uh, at gmail.com. Yeah. Exciting time. So, uh, for curtain jerks, I'm Scott Narver and I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling kids. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best, always the best, great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedy podcast network.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to it. huge yes yeah, huge fantastic. makes us a global phenomenon Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com. <laughs>